The movie you're making me watch today is 2001 Royal Tannenbaum Wes Anderson classic starring everyone. Jake. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your word? Colorful. Colorful. Schwartzy. That's my word. What's your What's your word, Schwartz? Um, illuminating. Mine is. Yeah. Mm, distasteful. Distasteful? I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't like it. I mean, I it, it was it was obvious. It was boring. It was it was. Uh... No, I'm just kidding. I thought it was phenomenal. My word is actually <laughs> meticulous. Yeah, it's a good word. Meticulous. I'd like to see the storyboards for this movie. Right, yeah, it's it's so like put together. It's so precise. He's he's such an auteur of his craft. Like Wes Anderson kills it. Like just from the music to like every fucking frame. Like you said, like the the storyboards would be great to look at. Every frame is like a fucking painting. Every frame. It's great. Every frame is. I mean, it's just meticulously thought out. It's like one of the most well thought out movies I've ever seen. It's great. I'm sure all of his movies are like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna say like, if I, if there was a negative on this, I was, I was sort of realizing like this might not be, this isn't really my favorite Wes Anderson movie, and I maybe would have even picked a different one. But I'm glad you like this one a lot because I mean, this was definitely a good choice because this is always like a jumping off point. I feel like for a lot of Wes Anderson people, I'm pretty sure it was my first one, if not uh, Rushmore, because uh, I was like probably like 15 when this movie came out. Rushmore maybe. As stylized as this movie, I don't maybe not quite, but pretty damn close. Like he he's very pretty particular about every every shot. It's everyone is very it's, it's similar. Some, like it's more of a starting point, maybe like those like exactly. Those I did some like research, or some googling, and people said that that was a better starting point just because it wasn't as as if you're gonna dive into Wes Anderson, start there. The biggest yeah. difference, but I I wasn't upset by starting in Royal Tannenbaum. I thought I think it was amazing. Yeah, the I difference point. I think and is that just the production design starting for Royal Tannenbaum is what what changed a lot. Like the camera is still there, the quirky is still there, but he really started fucking with the production design, and then from here on out, it's just pretty much amazing. Yeah, the production design yeah. was probably the most important part of that whole thing. Yeah, not even that. Like the outfits, just like wardrobe. Like I'm not, I'm never one to like pay that much attention to that type of thing. But like he, every outfit had every. I mean, every character had like their own like specific style and their own like. Sometimes some of them dressed the same the whole movie, which almost was cartoonish, which I found amusing. But they all had their particular sense of style. And it was interesting. Yeah, and the choices for the children to the adults were was perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. The casting was amazing. I mean. It's just yeah. name name your A list. I mean, pretty much all A list stars: Gene Hackman, Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelica Houston, Ben Stiller, both the Wilsons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson uh, wrote the movie with uh, Wes Anderson. They both wrote really. The same. Yeah. yeah, that's oh. right. And it's so like it's every fucking Wes Anderson movie is like stacked like this too. Like you yeah. now that you've now that you've seen this one, I I hope you want to expand more into these Wes Anderson movies because. Yeah. He's got a lot of fucking good ones, man. One thing you'll find too is that Bill Murray is usually the center of everyone. This is one of the only ones that he's 
not the center. Of, well, I guess the early ones, one of the only early ones, but he's in all of them, which is he's funny. in he's he's in and out. It depends on the movie. He's, yeah, he's. I mean, he's in. He's he's no, he's definitely not, and he's not a Tannenbaum technically. No, like he's the lead in uh, Life Aquatic, which I like. I would have maybe in hindsight chose that one to talk about, but because that's one of my favorites. Is he's he probably, Steve Zissou? He's Steve Zissou. Yes, he's oh. the lead guy. He's the character. He's the title character. He's, he's probably the second build. In uh, Rushmore, which is like another one of my favorites. Yeah, but he did just as much screen time as the first film. As what? As as uh, Jason Schwartzman, he gets just as much screen time in Rushmore. No, Schwartzman's in literally every scene. Literally. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you sure? Literally everything. I think so. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everything is. He's in just about every scene. You don't watch movies. Uh, I watched three movies yesterday. This, this the two of them. No Korean movies yesterday, though, guys. So what is wrong with you? Are you okay? I don't know. You I, the COVID? I've, been, I've been playing a Japanese video game, so oh, nice. I feel like I'm getting my Asian culture and my what kind of game is that? It? It's a it's samurai racist, open world game. It's a samurai open world game. It's like about the Mongols taking over Japan in like 1200s. And oh, crazy! You're, you're playing as a samurai. How'd they get over there? Boat. I guess. I mean, um, they didn't fucking fly. Yeah, <laughs> they took boats. Yeah, it's, it's the opening scene of the Mongols are on boats. Yeah, dude, Mongols took boats, dude. Damn, I didn't even, I didn't even consider that. I didn't know it's, they took over Japan. Did they take over Japan, or were they defeated? I don't know. I'll, I'll find out. It depends on how I play the game. Oh, can you change sides? History. I love uh, it. No, I'm just a samurai guy. I'm kind of like the la- one of the last samurais in, in the area. It's Ghost of Tsushima, but uh, <laughs> that's the anyway, name of the game. Royal Tannenbaums. Anyway, <laughs> Royal Tannenbaums. Green Hackman kills it. Not Korean, but it's still a good movie. What a good story. Good storytelling. Good. Uh, I mean, it's just a a plus storytelling. Yeah. That's all it very, is. Very thorough. Whole family. A lot of characters. A lot of visually as well as narratively also and am i wrong in in saying that that's uh alec baldwin narrating the whole thing yes that's that's soothing voice that's pretty awesome yeah he does have a soothing voice it's like my dad's voice the intro set the fucking tone too like the whole intro to the each character like how they show the one kid's rooms on the first floor the second kid's rooms on the second floor and then it goes up to the top and and then I kind of feel like he, he wrote this as a play. It's almost like a play that they kind of just like decide to make into a movie because even the the epilogues and the chapter changes, you see oh, it, they have it's a book. book. Yeah. Yeah. And they have all the but what I'm saying it's is written that like a novel. Plays I was like on the wall type of thing, like a, a book like a, a playbook, you know what I mean? Um I think I agree. I think the acting from everybody was ridiculous. Uh this movie when I first saw it, it, made me go back and watch a lot of Gene Hackman movies, and I realized that Gene Hackman is one of the best actors ever. He's made some pretty great movies. Uh, Danny Glover, Name of course. Your top five Gene Hackman movies. Top five Gene Hackman: Enemy of the State, Royal Tenenbaums, uh, French Connection, um, Mississippi Burning, and Hoosiers. Who with Hoosiers? Hoosiers. That's All right. But Pretty fair about the Indiana basketball team. Yes, it is. It is. It's a good movie. I remember it. I don't remember very well, but I remember being all right. You don't uh, remember? He was also in Ants. Classic uh, vibe. He was in Ants. 
It was a it was a cool hand Luke of basketball movies. <laughs> you mean it sucked? Yeah, Luke. Um, <laughs> I think like you say before the just the the camera movement along with the production design along with the music combined was some of the best I've ever seen. And when I first saw this movie, uh, I watched it again immediately as soon as it was over because I was so enthralled by it. Like it's the perfect mix of comedy and drama to me. Like the whole when they find out Margot and Luke Wilson and Bill Murray found out Margot like did all the shit that she did and how he's in love with her. And then like Dudley's like, do you want to run, do you want to play some experiment? want to do some experiments on me? He's like, no. And then the next scene is Owen Wilson kill, trying to kill himself in the room set to the Elliot Smith song. It was just, it's just so superbly done. Like it's, it's just filmmaking at its absolute like strongest. And that's why, that's why I think we chose the right, the right, movie of his because this is his best made movie like i don't think any of his movies are better told than this like you might like steve zissou better and i might like grand budapest better but this is his epic masterpiece right far in my opinion this is definitely his as well his best made movie i don't think he will top this as far as as style and filmmaking go. i don't think he's ever topped it or grand grand budapest maybe i don't know uh, if he, he writes yes. all of his movies yeah, he writes, directs. He's he's like he's yeah. fucking controls. He picks all the music. He's he does yeah. everything. He does everything. He's like he, that's why that's why I told you that quote from Scorsese the other day. Like they asked like who was the person most like you like coming up and the person you love. He's like was Anderson because he does things the same way I do. Because you think about it, Scorsese, the use of music and camera work in his movies, it's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think my favorite character is the camera movie. work in Wes Anderson is unlike anything I've ever seen. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's uh, crazy whip pans and zooms yeah. and yeah, I mean, and I love, I've I mean, seen them all. I've seen all those moves. I've just never seen them put together like this in this context in this genre, whatever genre this is. I've never <laughs> seen it this kind of. I mean, it's almost Tarantino esque in that you he takes something from everywhere. Not, I don't know how to say that, but it, he just takes all the things he likes and makes the best version of that in one movie. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, I agree. It's it, like, like you're saying, it was all so meticulously planned to every inch. And I actually have a list of the little things I call them. So this is my list. Ready? So the TV tied to the 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 TV tied to the radiator when she when she comes to comes to see her I thought it was awesome the glove the finger cut off the glove in the in the in the beginning when when she loses just yeah that whole that whole little explanation like uh, the beginning yeah. like yeah. intros of everybody the, the gypsy cab company I thought that was awesome uh, when Henry being being Danny Glover falls in the hole at the expedition site <laughs> just, that was amazing yeah that um, was pretty funny. Yeah. The paintings in Eli's apartments of like the battles with the Indians on dirt bikes and all that shit. That was, <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, but it, machine- see, it seems like uh, the, these are real things that happen to these guys, to Wes Anderson and and who who and Owen Wilson wrote it with him. Yeah, these are real situations that they were in that they just made into a movie. You know. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, I see how, otherwise, like, uh, how could you like? Uh, these are so these these situations are so out of this, are so obscure. It's like you almost had to experience this firsthand. You can't like uh, uh, real life is 
is crazier than fiction or whatever that saying is. I think it's taking a story that could be told so many sim in a, such a simple way and just making it something that's like not real almost. Cause like what city were they in? Like it looked like New York, but it didn't look like New York. You know what I mean? It was I, almost, it was almost like everything was, was not real. Like the movie. Yeah. Didn't take it's almost world. like he has his own, he has yeah. his own universe. Like exactly. again, like Tarantino. Right, right. I agree. Yeah. Like very uh, sur- surreal at times. So hold on, I'm gonna keep you know, all those movies are kind of like that. Yeah, cartoonish. The the machines in Royal's room when he's like sick, supposedly sick. There's just like beeping, like almost Star Wars like machines with lights just flashing and like tubes going nowhere. That was pretty great. In uh, Royal's the room, I don't know. Yeah, remember when he when he goes when he when he's sick the first time? He's like, yeah, it's cancer, and he's like got the the machines are in his room. Oh, all the medical machines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I thought you said when he was six. I was like, I don't remember a flashback. Yeah, no. uh, the Dalmatian mice running around the whole movie. I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, remember when Richie goes and lives in the tent for a little bit? He puts all his trophies in there and shit. I thought yeah. that was pretty amazing. Uh, Eli's book cover, when he's got the snake ripped in half, he's got no shirt on. I thought that was pretty amazing. Uh, Henry, uh, all right, so one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when Royal and Ethelene are walking down the path, and he's kind of kind of mad. And Henry just pops and out. Henry pops up on the tree with, <laughs> with groceries. He doesn't even say anything, right? He's yeah, just like, yeah. "Hey guys," and then just yeah. cuts to the next scene. Yeah, uh, and I think my favorite thing is is Pagoda, the, the character of Pagoda. This house, yeah. he knifes the dude, then they become friends, and then he lives at the house, and then he knifes him again. He's like, "Oh, it's the last time you're gonna knife me." Like that show. Oh, good. Saves his life twice. Yeah, it saved his life twice. That was After awesome. he stabs him twice. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. saves his life twice. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I got my favorite scenes, but someone else can talk now. Someone else tell me something else. Well, well that's my favorite scene is when Pagoda stabs that, Gene that, that's one, that's <laughs> I have so many. I, have ten I think that's that's the funniest. That's the funniest part of the whole movie. <gasps> Although, no, hold, there was another scene where I laughed out loud. I can't remember what it was. I'll try to remember. There was another scene that I that I I should have written down that I I literally laughed out loud. It, it might have just been the go to stabbing royal. What's your favorite scene, Jake? Um, it's hard to pick like favorite scenes because it was like there's so many fucking good scenes. Like from and one of them standouts is maybe like from when uh. Royal took his grandsons out to just to fuck around all day because they like oh, yeah. one and ever like he like hit, hit that's what he told him the first time Pagoda stabbed him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're just basically just doing one dangerous thing after another, from like riding horses to running through traffic to like yeah. ju- 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 jumping into a swimming pool. Anything hilarious. Are they riding on a trash trash can or a trash? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. Which is a trash compactor. I always wanted to do that as a kid too, so that was a that, that was a very uh, a, a nice moment for me. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I know, right? We don't live in the fucking twenties. <laughs> you know old I love man that. and two children. Yeah. This isn't Who Framed Roger Rabbit. There's no red car. I love how when Royal realizes that he hasn't been in the room with all the games, the next time he's in there, he's having a meeting with Pagoda in there. Like he goes back in there after he realizes <laughs> he's there. Just how he has like a, a fucking cocktail and a cigarette in his hands. That's just, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I, little, I missed little, that little, part, but I, that's hilarious. Side meetings in the, in the closet. Yeah, yeah. Only, but he only goes there after Chaz took him in there. And he's like, I yeah, about I have a bed in here. Then he finds <laughs> the fucking Havilah yeah. in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I also he, watched it. I, I I watched it last night just from beginning to end, and then today I was 
working on shit and I had it in the background. I was watching it again. I Did Jillian, love it? Jillian loved it. Yeah. She yeah. loved it. So Steve Zisu is also on Prime. You should actually watch that one. One hundred percent. I'll give you Budapest too. Those are probably the three best ones. Yeah. I'd say Zisu, Budapest. I want to see Budapest for sure. That's like I feel like that's the next one I want to watch. But you should watch Steve Zisu too, though, man. It's just, it's just, just as good. It's great. I feel like Budapest is is it not, it is it more stylized than the rest no, of them, or are they all, all kind of the same? They're all the same. The only one that's not stylized is Rushmore and Bottle Rocket because it's before they had a real budget. Rushmore still is, but not as much. Not not well, it's not not as pronounced. Yeah, with camera movement and with the dialogue, but it just doesn't look as crazy because the production design yeah. is not there yet. True. I mean, yeah, I mean, the colors, the yeah. the colors and the camera are probably the two things that stand out the most. And I mean, if you you want to get crazy, you should watch his fucking uh, animated films too. They're like uh, stop motion. It's Fantastic oh, Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox, Fox is amazing. Yeah, they're both good. They're both awesome. I love Fantastic. I think I'm a fan. I, 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 I've never seen any Wes Anderson movie until this one. It's a good introduction for me. And I think, I don't know why I was holding off on him watching him. I think maybe I tried to watch one once and I was just like, yeah, it's kind of weird or whatever. But sitting down and sitting through it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, they're silly. They're silly movies. Well, this one was a silly movie with that was beautifully shot with great actors and, and i mean it, it from time to time i would just laugh when when she got her finger cut off that might have been another when she was like hey what happened to your finger yeah. and she's like i tell you did you know i was adopted <laughs> it's like no well i'm adopted then she tells the why don't you put uh Aunt, uh cousin margo put her fucking put her what i, I don't know that, that was funny yeah, I love when Royal tells Ethelene he's dying as she's like walking down the road, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm not dying." She's like, "What?" He's like, "I am dying." <laughs> <laughs> do we do we know the whole time he's not dying? Like we we see him yeah. fucking talking to his doctor and shit, and like we we know the audience knows. He's no, not dude, well, that's one of my favorite little things that I noticed too. Like the doctor was the doorman from the from the or the elevator guy from the original hotel that he got kicked out of and at one point he gets a page and it says like hey can can you cover steve shift or some bullshit like that but then it's funny because at the end he's like checking on uh, i think is it eli or is it or he's like he's like oh oh you gotta oh yeah you should be fine just just give blah 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 like gives him like a little diagnosis and he's just like He's not even a fucking doctor. <laughs> I did not realize that wasn't like Sanchez or that wasn't that. There was like Sanchez and the other guy. Not Dusty. No, no, Dusty. Yeah, it was Dusty. That's right. Dusty Sanchez. That's pretty funny. I kind of only noticed that because I watched Rushmore right before I watched uh, Royal Tenenbaums yesterday, and that guy plays uh, Jason Schwartzman's dad in Rushmore. Yeah. Does uh, Wes Anderson kind of use all the same? Yeah, oh, yeah. The same actor. Oh, yeah. Obviously, very, Bill very Murray's so. in every fucking movie. What's dope is that Bill Murray's in mostly all of them, and then in the last couple, Harvey Keitel and and Edward Norton have been in most of them, which has been dope. They all have like really small parts, which is fun. Jeff Goldblum joins yeah. in during uh, Steve Zizou. Yeah. 
like the list go the list the list goes on and on. He has great. Everyone wants to work with him. Now, guy. how? Why? I wonder why? Why do? Why do all these actors gravitate toward him? Is it his watch, style? Keep watching his movies. <laughs> the movies are unique. They're original. They're unique. That's how many movies did he make before uh, Grand or Royal Tannenbaum's? This is third. Four and Bottle Rocket. So, so Bottle Rocket. Two was, movies I've never even heard of. So Bottle Rocket was a movie written and by. Then, Wilson and it was very independent they filmed it for like almost nothing and it was good it was a good movie but it doesn't showcase anything you see in Tenenbaum no then they made Rushmore and you're like oh okay like these this dude's for real because Owen Wilson so Ru- Rushmore was super legit movie Rushmore was yeah, Rushmore's really good Rushmore might be my favorite one of his and then this this so after Rushmore I'm just saying this being his third movie the list yeah. of actors in it is pretty yeah. ridiculous well, Rushmore, when, when people saw Bill Murray and Rushmore and how it rejuvenated his career, because that is the movie that rejuvenated Bill Murray's career, people were like, yeah. Never that's, heard that's of it. I mean, have you ever seen a movie called Caddyshack? Yeah, that was in the beginning of his career. <laughs> never seen a movie called Ghostbusters. Beginning. I don't know, Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, also, the scene where... The royal confronts Henry in the house. He's like, "What's up, Coltrane? You talking jive?" He's like, "You call Coltrane?" He's like, "No." no. <laughs> He's like, "No." But if, but if I did, what do you what are you gonna do about it or something like that? Yeah, if I, but if I did, you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, or, or when when uh, uh, Bill Murray is like, "You're not in love with me anymore," and she's like, "Of course I love you, kinda." Yeah, yeah. Well, I also think this is one of Gwyneth Paltrow's best roles. Ah, she was great. Who's your favorite Tannenbaum? Tannenbaum. Probably Ari and Uzi. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's the part that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, when he's like, how how often does your dad have you working out? (laughs) She's like 16 times a week. (laughs) I laughed. That's that's the part I laughed out loud at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sixteen I times think a week. Eli, Eli is probably my favorite character just because of how crazy he is. Like, and dude, like you want to talk about you want to talk about filmmaking, how good it is. How about the scene where they're confronting Royal in the room when he when when Henry was like, "These are Tic Tacs," and in the scene before it happens, they're watching Eli on TV. And it's it's showing how his character is progressing worse and worse. But it like something's happening, and then boom, it's out of it, and it, it zooms into the TV. He walks out of the room, and then Royal says, "He's like, how do you? Why would you act like that?" And then Richie says, "He's on drugs." And then Gwyneth Paltrow walks out of the room to call him. And in that wide shot is when the rest of the scene happens. It's just like fuck, like so many so- like that the whole scene with the what you were talking about with uh, him confronting his. Uh, angelica houston on the street that was all that was all fucking that was like a five six minute sequence not there there was only two times two times that i counted to where the conversation happened to where it was shot shot cut back like and one of them was the scene where henry and him were fighting otherwise it's told in a master with things happening or a two shot this way or two shots perfectly framed dude in that scene the camera stopped. She walks out of frame for a and good then five comes minutes. Back, and, yeah. and then comes back in. Like, bro, that's it's just good filmmaking, man. I mean, she he has some of the best. It, that's why it's the most meticulous filmmaking I've ever seen. It's some and, of it. And that's why I want to see. That's why I need. I want to. I would. I want to look up his storyboards. I want to see yeah. how he plans his shots because almost I. I guarantee they look exactly like yeah. his shots. You know. Yeah. 
I think Stanley Kubrick and Paul Thomas Anderson are the only other two guys that I can say, probably Scorsese too, maybe even Spielberg because of how good his, his blocking is. But there's probably 10 guys that you can say fit into this category. You know what I mean? This, and he's one of them. He's definitely one of them. So I would also agree that, yeah, he's probably like top 10 directors. Different style of filmmaking than any, almost anybody else, though. But what I'm saying oh, is true. But the meticulousness of it, like I guarantee you Spielberg, Scorsese, fucking uh, Kubrick, uh, they, they plan just as hard as this guy does. The difference is, is that they're not as Hey, list, list all the best directors. All his movies, they're just, they're just porn for your eyes. It's just and, and you should watch the making of his movies because a lot of his sets, like, they're, they're like, really built small and he, huh. and he uses them really well. And then a lot of, like, Grand Budapest, the whole hotel is a fucking miniature. The hotel doesn't even exist. It's fucking yeah, awesome. It's pretty that. great. Yeah, it's great. That movie was great. It, uh, it made me want to watch more PTHA movies. PTA movies. Wes Anderson movies, I mean, not PTA. You watch Rushmore. Steve I get those two confused. I've seen a good amount of uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movies. You got to watch Rushmore, Steve Zissou, and Grand Budapest for sure. Those are the ones you have to watch. Yeah, I got to watch like five of his six movies. No, he's got like ten or twelve movies. Some of them are right. like probably just watch all of his movies because he's really good. He's a great. Some of them are all right. Lord Jirling, Moonrise Kingdom, they're all right. They're not that good, but they don't compare mm-hmm. to these movies. Take your time. You know, whatever. But yeah. What's dope is you can watch it. She'll enjoy them too. Yep. Uh, so the, my two, two other my favorite <laughs> scenes are the fire alarm scene when Ben Stiller wakes him up. He's like, uh, you got to fire. And he throws the chair down. He goes, obstacles. <laughs> I thought that shit was pretty fucked up. And then my favorite scene probably, besides for Richie trying to kill himself because of how good the music goes with it, is when Margot picks Richie up at the bus stop and she gets off and – it's just a close-up of her face, and the music starts, and then like it goes back and forth. It's just, it's just, just, it's just well made, man. It's just well made. It was great. It yeah. was great. That's well, the the music was great, but you could cut, you can cut it all out, and just the visual storytelling alone is enough to know what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. it's the way it's shot is just so. There was no other way to shoot that movie. That's yeah. the way it was. That's the it. You you get it. You could watch it and you could watch it silent and still understand what's going on. Yeah. In in, sure. in, in in you know in all those scenes, it's a great movie. It was a great movie. Uh, he seems like a good dude, Wes Anderson. I feel like he's gonna do great things in the future. <laughs> he's a uh, he's got stuff of a twenty year old movie. He's got a pretty good career going, like twenty years in. <laughs> He shoots everything in Texas. Shoots a lot. He's from Texas. I don't believe it. Yeah, him and Owen Wilson came up together. Did you uh, did you notice like when they were going through the book when they would cut to like chapter whatever? Did you ever read like any of the first lines? It was yeah, it'd be exactly what would what happened. It is a play, and they put it into like a book. You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like it was. Well, yeah. yeah. Thanks for finishing my thought. I kept I kept thinking this. I kept thinking it was it was just a novel, looked like a novel, and it was read like a novel. The narration really helped. I think the narration really was the cherry on top and usually that could be the opposite usually narration could be like that's not needed 
but this movie was perfect for it. Like it was absolutely. It perfect. was not needed. In it fact, was, it was very, it was very sparse too. It was only in the beginning, in the very, in the end. I, think. I, I like that they did that. It was, it wasn't needed. That's what was cool is that it, it didn't feel out of place at all, but it really wasn't, wasn't needed. And I think that just is testament to the writing of, of what he was saying and motherfucking Alec Baldwin's soothing, sexy voice. I think the beginning really benefited from the writing though, because it showed you just how more eccentric it was. Like you would have gotten it for sure without it, but it gives it a boost of how eccentric the world actually is. Yeah. The way it went down. Like I really, he's explaining through all the characters for sure. I loved it. Cool. We liked the movie. I think this is one of the only movies. How many other movies do you think we all liked? I know we do his handmaiden for sure. That was one of the only ones I can know we all like 100% were in on. There were some movies where we were like out on some parts and on others, but I think this and Handmaiding were all in on 100%. Yeah, I mean, some of our top rated ones are like Handmaiden, <clears throat> Harold and Maude. We were all in on that. I think we were in, all in on Inside Sisters. Man. I think Sisters we were all in on. Yeah, we all like Sisters. Back to the Future. Yeah. Pretty much all the Asian or Korean movies I picked. Not, not the Japanese movies, the Korean films I picked. We all liked. I'm going to say it right now. I think this is a better movie than Back to the Future. Ooh. What, are, sure. what do you mean by that? I mean, I would rather watch this movie, and I think I would tell people it's a better movie than Back to the Future. Yeah, well, Back to the Future's number nine on your list. Where is it on yours? Mine or number three? <laughs> I got to imagine this is going to be pretty high on your list, this movie, Anthony. Why would you say that? Because you liked it a lot. Where's it going on yours, Jake? What was this movie called? This is the Royal Tenenbaums. That's right. Two thousand one, Wes Anderson. My, where would it be with me? I don't. It's 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 difficult. In it's it's high, but where specifically it would land is tricky. For right yeah. now. Okay. For right now, I think I'm going to land it at number 10. We go number 10 for now. This could change. It could shift. But I'm going to number 10 right under uh, let the right one in and then right over blue velvet. Numero Diaz. Numero Diaz. I'm going to go seven. Seven. Right before... Right above Indiana Jones. Oh, no, no, I'm going to go. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, seven. Right after Blood Simple, right above Inside Man. Cool. I'm going to go number one. Nice. Number one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Royalties. Numero uno. I, if it's based on would I want to watch it again, I watched it again immediately. So, yeah, yep. I do. It's a great yep. movie. It's a great movie. I uh, enjoyed it immensely. It's a different style of movie making than I've ever seen. I've, of course, I know who Wes Anderson is. I've seen his work. I've seen frames and colors and whatever. But I've never actually watched one of his movies. And it is awesome. It's not often you see like something completely different. And I know this is 20 years old, but... It is something completely different than anything else I've ever seen. 
It's beautiful. Yeah. It was a beautiful movie in every way. Yeah. The storytelling, it, it was it wasn't the most complex story in the world. It was very it was it wasn't the simplest story. There's a like like pseudo incest going on and and uh they, they, it was it, he, <laughs> he was dying he was it was great it was great it was just great everything about it was great number one a-okay as of today number one i i also love the scene when uh when bill murray's character is trying to get uh uh luke wilson's character to, to help him find out like who the cheater was and he's inside the fucking bird box and he punches the fucking glass he's like yeah. fucking he's <laughs> like do you think do you know who it is he's like no i don't know oh you want to just get him and kill him or something and smashes the glass but the way that was framed bill murray was standing here and then there was the window and he was inside the window and he smashed it it was just so good dude mordecai's cage yeah do you think this was, um, I guess this would be for Schwartz's uh, question more of anything. Do you think this is more of one of his uh, darker films? Like, I think all of his movies are almost like more funny than this movie. I think like, Rushmore is a little darker because Rushmore's got is pretty dark. Rushmore's pretty dark. And even Grand Budapest. Ray Fine's character, he's funny, but he's kind of a bad guy in a way. Yeah. Like, he's, not, he's doing some fucked up shit. Ray also, Dark Dark fucked up. I just watched Red Dragon where he plays oh, yeah, the Red Dragon. Have you never seen that before? No, I see it. Dark Darjeeling also might be a little bit more dramatic. I don't know. This one like had I don't know like th- very thematic. Like you said, there was like incestual shit. There was like yeah. attempted suicide, which was there, but the only beautifully depicted really dark but... part was when he killed himself. I don't even think the because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't really incest. It was just yeah, yeah they weren't related. Not True. technically, not my yeah. blood. But I think Z Steve Zisu is a pretty, uh, pretty more uh, goofy movie than this. Steve Zisu is way better. Yeah. It's like like Willem Dafoe's character is one of the best characters in the history of film in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's so good. Oh, Willem uh, Willem D's in it. Willem oh yeah, D? you you you'll love uh, fucking like, uh, uh, Life Aquatic for sure. Yeah, Didn't and you like said you 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 knew the guy who did some of the music? He's in the movie. I don't know him. Oh, you, I just you got to hang out with him. Yeah, sorry. You, you met him. played music and stuff. They, well, they only kissed. That's all they I only kissed. Kissed. We kissed. Well, him. the guy you kissed once is in this movie, and it's he, lovely, And he plays all songs. the songs for it, right? Yeah, he plays all the songs. That's pretty rad. And the, the rad songs. Rad songs. I heard. Rad songs, I mean, I, I ha- I've heard that they are rad. I didn't actually hear the songs. Well, you should watch the movie and listen to the songs. I did have a really cool night with Sue George yeah, and a bunch like of that. other people that were at a party that I was at. Not that I was just hanging out with them. <laughs> so your best friends with Sue George is what you're yeah, saying. You guys yeah. like text and stuff still? No, we just kissed once. Oh, How can you have two first names? <laughs> <laughs> did you ask him that? That would be my first question. <clears throat> and then why do you have two first names? No, I didn't talk to him a lot. Oh. Only kiss. <laughs> only kiss. We were playing Spin the Bottle. Seven minutes in heaven. Nice. That's the Dude, I can try seven minutes in heaven. So if you guys <laughs> are ever looking for... Oh, Anthony, this is good for you. T-Bone has one of the owners of this company, and he can ship whatever, wherever. So you should talk to him. Got to you. Okay. Mrs. Kelly. Okay. Shout out to the big cat. Shout out to the oh, big yeah. cat. Shout out to the big cat. 
Any last words for Wes Anderson's 2001 spectacular Royal Tannenbaum's? Watch the movie, man. Like you said, and like I said, when I first saw this movie for the first time, I watched it again immediately right after because I was just like, damn, that was like nothing I've ever seen before. So watch it. Do yourself a favor, watch it. Do yourself a favor. Stop watching this podcast now. I just thought I thought I just thought one thing. If you if you haven't if you ever feel like watching, um, what's the movie we just watched yesterday? Royal Tenenbaum. Bad Lieutenant. Oh, Bad Lieutenant. Don't. And And instead, watch Royal Tenenbaum. I would any other movie on this list. Do any of the uh, three children smile at all ever in the entire movie? Three children. Oh, in the beginning. No, like even as adults, like uh, you know the the. Gwyneth the three, Paltrow doesn't. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't. I don't think Ben don't Stiller think ben ever Stiller smiles. Does. I don't think uh, Luke Wilson ever smiles the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Two thousand one, uh, Space Odyssey. <laughs> Space Odyssey Tenenbaums. Two thousand one, Royal Tenenbaums. Wes Anderson. Go watch this movie if you like movies. Or don't. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was good. It was nice to watch a really good movie after two subpar movies in a row. What is your favorite Wes Anderson movie? Let us know at MMWM underscore podcast. That's our Instagram. Next week, Guillermo del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth, 2006. That's available on Netflix watch that before next Wednesday then tune in next Wednesday for making me watch movies shout out to our thousands of loyal fans and all of our sponsors